0: A tortured confusion of rock and ice signaled their arrival at the Bogdafeng Glacier of northern China. Eric Logan pulled his horse up and looked back at the party of stragglers, stretched out 50 yards behind him. He reflected that at 42 years of age, it just might be time to consider a new line of work. After all the years he'd been at the United States Embassy in China, and after all the terribly urgent assignments he'd been given, this had to be the balls-on dumbest, and most dangerous. Bringing up the rear of the ragged line was Dr. Hu Dejiao. Forty years old and the leading physicist in China, Dr. Hu was the single man most responsible for his nation's surging nuclear missile program. He was also something of a rarity in the Communist Party Eric had jousted with for so many years. A man of conscience. Logan had known many Chinese, good, bad, and indifferent. He'd even for a time been married to one. But he had rarely come across one more forthright and courageous than Dr. Who. Not since that lone figure in Tiananmen Square had stood against the tanks with nothing but a grocery bag in his hand had Eric seen a Chinese take a more forlorn stance. For Premier Zhao Zemin had little patience when it came to citizens who rocked the boat. His boat. The Premier was a sort of modern-day Nero, except instead of a fiddle, he played with his country's ancient artifacts— Dreaming of creating a world-class museum that would suck up Yuan like an enormous vacuum cleaner, even as hundreds of millions went hungry and the surging Chinese economy threatened to come apart at the seams from a bewildering array of environmental catastrophes. It was an old argument. Was saving the relics of the past worth neglecting the needs of the present? Logan had argued the point ad nauseum with his good friend Dr. Marcia Kessler, the leading archaeologist at work in China today. The good doctor saw the dichotomy, but her training and passion forced her to argue that the remains of the past were finite and must be preserved before the onslaught of dam building, flooded lowlands, and even the moving of mountains destroyed them utterly and utterly destroyed they would be. The country was now controlled absolutely by the voracious developers who saw only dollar or yuan signs. Communism had all but withered away in the face of the capitalist juggernaut. Hard cash ruled. Even in the days of the dynastic leaders, more attention had been paid to the little people than under Premier Zhao it was heartbreaking for Logan to witness the neglect and destruction of a people and culture he had grown to revere. When Dr. Hu had initiated contact with the embassy to seek asylum, American politicians had been positively giddy at the prospect. And Logan hadn't been unhappy either to see someone finally stick his finger in the premier's eye. But Jao wouldn't leave without his family the entire bloody clan so of course eric their man in beijing had been enlisted it had been a screw up from the beginning longway rode up beside him i saw two riders behind us on that last rise i am certain there are others with them eric nodded i saw them longway was a man of few words They had developed a close relationship as a result of many climbing expeditions over the years. Now, they could each tell what the other was thinking. They were in deep shit. The plan, such as it was, had been cooked up less than 24 hours after Dr. Hu declared his need for protection. It consisted of moving Da Zhao, his wife, two young children, and his father-in-law out of Beijing in the dark of night. They had driven 1,500 miles to the edge of the Taklamakan Desert, hiding out during the day and making use of back roads at night. It wasn't the easiest way out of the country, but it was the safest. Eric had used the route before, though it now appeared someone had been on their trail for the last two days.